Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. Today is a beautiful day and You know, even when God's word sometimes can be a little hard or, I don't know, sometimes it doesn't always feel super applicable, we know that it is still good and it is living and active just like our God. And isn't that so cool (laughs) that he gives us a glimpse into, into who he is, a glimpse into his standards, a glimpse into what he sees in the world and that we get to read that whenever we want to. A book that is living and active, his word, just like our God. And today we're going to dive a little bit deeper into, you know, why some of these things aren't helpful. Specifically speaking today, Paul's going to address that, you know, that big thing, that big elephant in the room that he was writing to them about in part, which was sexual immorality. And now he's going to kind of explain, you know, why why it's unhelpful, why it's unhealthy. So let's dive into 1 Corinthians chapter 6. We're going to start again in verse 12, and I'm reading from the ESV. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Food is meant for the stomach and the stomach for food, and God will destroy both one and the other. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. So another argument that they were saying is basically like, well, we were made for this. Our body was made for food. Food was made for the body. Our body was made for this. So what's the problem? But he points out, you know, those those are not lasting things. Our current body and the food that we eat They'll both be destroyed. They're both fleeting. Instead, our soul, our soul, who we are, that is what is lasting. And he says that the body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord. And the Lord for the body. And yes, right, our physical body may be fleeting, but who we are who we are, that is the Lord's. And then who we are is is in our body, right? It is in the body. And so that body that we have now, that is for the Lord. And the Lord is for our body. He goes on, and God raised the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Look at that. See, it is lasting It is not just a fleeting thing, but it will last because God raised Jesus. He will raise us as well. And our bodies, who we are, everything about us is for the Lord. And he's going to clarify and go a little bit deeper. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a prostitute becomes one body with her? And here is the heart of why this sexual immorality is unhelpful. Because we as people, 
We often underestimate the seriousness and the consequences behind our actions, and specifically with things like sex. The Bible is clear that you become one body with her. You become bound to someone. And so if you are bound to someone and then you're not actually intending to be bound with them, think of the pain and the hurt that will cause. Speaking only of consequences, sexual immorality is harmful, not helpful. It is harmful. Do you not know that he who is joined to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For as it is written, the two will become one flesh, but he who is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. And isn't that beautiful, my friends? Thinking about that, that we are one spirit with the Lord and that Holy Spirit is in us. So we are one with the Lord in spirit in that sense. And that, it's such a privilege and it's so stinking beautiful. He goes on, flee from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Putting those consequences aside, right? The consequences of hurt and harm. This sin is actually against yourself as well as others. It will be hurting you. And we already saw the, you know, the emotional side effects, consequences, but this truth that it is harmful to you, he goes on, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. Not only are there harmful consequences to this, but on the flip side, we are a temple of the Lord. Holy Spirit is in us. Just like he was saying, would you take a member of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never, never. But why would we do the same thing with our own bodies when Holy Spirit is in us? In that sense, it's like we're, we're profaning God. We're not caring for what he has given us. We're not caring for, for the truth that we are his ambassadors. We are his temples. And so, yes, there are consequences that cause this action of sexual immorality to be harmful. But at, at the same time, it's also just not glorifying God and pointing to him. Because he is indwelling in believers. And so God, he's not just making these laws and these rules for the fun of it to to keep us bored or whatever. It's not like that. He is the holy God and he understands these standards, why they are set, both, both the consequences that are harmful to us, things that are not helpful, but he also sees things in a bigger way that we could never possibly understand. And so, yes, are we covered in Christ, <laughs> his grace, his righteousness? Yes. But should we also be mindful of our actions 
mindful of harmful consequences, mindful of how we are being ambassadors to the Lord? 100% yes, both of these things are true. You, my friend, you are a temple. You were bought with a price, the beautiful, expensive price of Christ's sacrifice and his blood. So glorify God in your body. And let's talk about how this can apply to to other people. Because yes, originally Paul was writing this specifically about sexual immorality, right? But can we look at this general concept of us being temples of God, wanting to be good stewards of that temple, of the body, doing things that glorify God and doing things that are helpful, not things that are harmful. What other areas can that, can that be true of you? Are you caring for your body? Are you moving every day? What are you doing with your body every day, whether it's sitting whether it's moving, whether it's what you're eating, whether it's the activities you are doing. And is that giving God the glory? Is there a harmful or a helpful consequence from that choice that you're making with your body? And whatever is coming up for you, I'd invite you to talk to God about it. But remember, there is grace for you. And that right now, this moment is a new moment and you can make a new choice. So be a temple that glorifies God, that makes the helpful choice rather than the harmful choice. And know that you are joined to the Lord. You have become one spirit with him. And I'll see you tomorrow morning.